Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. So the media reactions to the Hunter Biden plea deal uh, were, to say the least, interesting. Uh, I have four candidates for what I would say are um, my nominees for the stupidest takes in mainstream media on the Hunter Biden plea deal. Let's start with MSN. You know MSNBC is going to be part of this, right? Of course. MSN, MSNBC, uh, its contender in the race uh, is empty-headed buffoon Nicole Wallace and uh, no longer Senator from Missouri Claire McCaskill. Nobody views this as a normal family. Nobody knows that the Bidens have dealt with loss and pain. What, what do you make of the fact that, that to David Jolly's point, that they should take this loss and move on, find another political weapon to wield. I don't know what America they live in, um, and I don't know how they sleep at night. Uh, you know, alcoholism and addiction are probably the most pervasive diseases in America. Oh, boy. Uh, Nicole Wallace says, uh, nobody knows the Bidens have dealt with loss and pain. Oh, so... If you've dealt with loss and pain, here's the good news. You can not pay your taxes up to $1.2 million. You don't have to explain why you're getting all kinds of money from foreign hostile governments. You don't have to explain 20 shell corporations. Uh, you also can lie on a federal gun form. And you, unlike, well, I don't know, Wesley Snipes or others, won't end up in jail because you've dealt with loss and pain. See, being a victim does not allow you to just rampantly break whatever laws you want to break unless you are the ultimate demonstration of white privilege, which Hunter Biden is. As for Claire McCaskill, she doesn't know how we sleep at night. Well, first of all, mypillow.com, Claire. But also, oh, alcoholism and drug abuse. Oh, again, Alcoholism and drug abuse is a result of bad decision-making. Bad personal decision-making. Now, if you seek help, get help, fantastic. Everyone is redeemable on every level. It's a wonderful thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ. But again, also, it doesn't mean that you get away with your... Law-breaking. Interesting. Let me just digress for a second. Today, Columbus Dispatch headline, She's My Angel. Franklin County Drug Court graduate says H-A-R-T program stand, uh, saves lives. This is the story of a woman named Ariel Sloan. Talks about her getting pulled over. Talks about her being put in a uh, drug treatment program. She had an abusive boyfriend. 
She left the program twice. She got thrown in jail both times. Oh, consequences for actions. How about that? The story lauds Franklin County Municipal Court Judge Jody Thomas, who the woman thrown in jail, the woman with the abusive boyfriend, the woman who now has cleaned up her life and is no longer an addict, says, throwing me in jail a few times, I wasn't very happy about it, but in the end, she did it for a very good reason. She's always thinking about what's best for the addict in the process. She's my angel. Well, angels come in all depictions, apparently. Some of them, although they're certainly not our better angels, are the ones at the FBI and the DOJ who are letting Hunter Biden get away with multiple crimes that have put others in prison whose fathers aren't the president of the United States. So there's the Nicole Wallace, Claire McCaskill contender for stupidest comments from the media. Oh, wait. No competition of this sort would be complete without something from The View. Here's Joy Behar and Chief White House Correspondent Jonathan Carl, who Joy Behar is so stupid, she doesn't even know that his first name is not Carl, but his first name is John. But doesn't this show, Carl, that Biden is not in the pocket of the DOJ? I mean... Yes, yeah, and again, it depends yeah. on, so, so how do you look at it? Do you look at it and you say, look, they prosecuted anyway. His son now has a criminal record. Yes, that shows uh, that, that it would seem to show there was no interference. He didn't pull the plug on the investigation. Uh-huh. He didn't order his attorney general to pull the plug <laughs> on the investigation. But what Republicans will say is that this didn't look at the bigger, more serious allegations about whether or not. I mean, the Republicans have made lots of major allegations mm. against Biden, against President Biden. Uh, you know, they, they call it the Biden crime family. They claim they've, you know, traded off their name, that they've uh, they, 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 they've gotten money from foreign entities uh, illegally. None of that's been proven. There's no evidence uh, of that. Mm, there, none of that's been proven. There's no evidence of that. Uh, you mean like Hunter Biden going on NBC and saying that his qualification for being on the Burisma board was that his last name was Biden? That's not evidence of that? Uh, You mean Hunter Biden flying to China on Air Force Two with his dad? That's not evidence of that. You mean the 20 shell corporations? And tell me, tell me, John, how is Hunter Biden so stinking rich? Typically, crack addicts aren't stinking rich. Typically, they have blown their money on crack. How did Hunter Biden sniff cocaine off the butt crack of hookers and end up stinking rich. How did that happen? No evidence, John Carl says. There's no evidence. Oh, Republicans pounce. Republicans, there's allegations uh, corroborated in a laptop, which your boy left behind at a repair shop in Delaware with video and emails and everything else. John Carl, Chief White House Correspondent. There's no evidence of that. Oh, really? Well, John, you show a deplorable lack of interest in actual evidence. That's the ABC contender in the race. Now, CNN, I couldn't decide between which was worse of these two. First, uh, the curious conclusion drawn by Jake T. 
Tapper. In the immediate, you saw the reaction from across Capitol Hill and the campaign trail. Uh, all these Republicans uh, are on the same page on this, on using this as a rallying cry. In the long term, Jake, I don't think we know the answer. I'll be surprised if a, a year and a half from now, in November of 2024, we're talking about these Hunter Biden plea deals uh, as the thing that the 2024 presidential election hinges on. Yeah. If they're concerned about a two-tier system of justice, they should learn a little bit more about the kind of justice system the poor people in this country get, because that is really a two-tier system of justice. Uh, is Jake Tapper making the case that there is a two-tier system of justice <laughs> that disadvantages people who are not white and the son of an ex-president as the reason why it's okay that Hunter Biden got a plea deal that no one else would get. Is that the point Jake Tapper's making? Well, sure, there's a two-tier system of justice, and it victimizes people who aren't Hunter Biden. So why are you upset about Hunter Biden? I have no idea what Jake Tapper's talking about there, but the, well, my personal favorite for the worst take on the Hunter Biden plea deal comes from CNN's Dana Bash. This is not happening in a vacuum. This is happening uh, up against what we saw last week uh, with the former president. They could not be more different for reasons that we don't have even with the 24-hour news network uh, to explain. But they are very, very different. What is the same is that the Republican response, the Republican, those who uh, feel the need to or the desire to defend Donald Trump uh, are making the same arguments that they are making uh, against Hunter Biden, which is allegations that the DOJ is that there are two tiers of justice and that the, that one is for Democrats, the other is Republicans. We can't say this enough. There is no evidence mm. to prove that at all. Mm. No evidence to prove that at all. Did you catch the beginning? The Trump case and the Hunter Biden case could not be more different for reasons even on a 24-hour news network, we do not have the time to explain. And the entire day of programming on CNN, they don't have enough time, according to Dana Bash, to explain how the Donald Trump indictment and the Hunter Biden plea deal are different. But she says they are different. They are different because I say they are. And we don't have time in 24 hours to articulate even one reason how they are different. So they have apparently found a debris field within the search area for the um, submersible. It's not a submarine. It's a submersible. Um, big big debris field, or a big uh, big search area, rather. They uh, said it was the size of the state of Connecticut doubled. Uh, don't know. There's a possibility that this uh, craft uh, disintegrated on its way down to uh, the Titanic site. Uh, I've watched some videos about how this thing was built. I'm not sure I'd take 250 grand to get in it and go down. I mean, it looks like it's run with a with a Game Boy game controller. Uh, and 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 he said, and one of the parts he said he got it at Camping World. Nothing against Camping World, but if I'm going to go down two and a half miles deep in the ocean. I'm not sure I want something from an RV uh, standing between me and 
death, a watery death at that. I'm terrified of drowning. So, no thanks. Not interested. But uh, they have reached the point where they would have exhausted their oxygen supply if they were using the oxygen um, without invoking emergency measures. So, uh, it's very sad. Uh, Father and son on there, the creator of this craft, uh, some other uh, explorer who'd been to the site, the Titanic site, like 30 times. So, um, yeah, it's a very sad story. Uh, Now, this is not a sad story. Geraldo Rivera's long run on television appears to be coming to an end, although probably not. Geraldo has been uh, told that his final days on The Five, on the Fox News Network, will be June 29th and 30th. Um, Geraldo's not as objectionable as the um, impossible-to-watch Jessica Tarloff, uh, nor is he as bad as Juan Williams. Uh, But I know that the whole show works because they have somebody on the show parroting Democratic opinions. But Geraldo's kind of lost his fastball. The thing I like about him is he does at least listen and at least is at times um, somewhat a truth teller on things. Like he um, mentions the fact that the way that criminals are treated in Manhattan is ridiculous, that it leads to more crime. So he's not a whacked out, uh, impossible to... uh, reason with liberal uh, he's more of a old throwback liberal but he's like 80 years old so he should be retired like when you're 80 man i can't I, i'll guarantee you one thing i will not be sitting in front of this microphone when i'm 80 i will not be sitting in front of any microphone when i'm 80 <laughs> no no chance josh pick will have me like well established so that i don't have to do this when i'm 80 and my ego is not such that i will want to do this when I am 80. Speaking of ego, ah, thought we were going to get through the whole show today without a clip from 45. Ah, you are wrong. Uh, here's a clip from President Trump's interview with Brett Baer, where uh, Trump explains why he um, aims his vitriol at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I told all governors, you do what you want. You can shut it down or not. Florida, by the way, he shut it down tight. No highways, no beaches, no this. But then pushed then he back pretty up. hard. He opened up. But is it fair to criticize him on that? Sure. He was credited for sure. how no, Florida dealt with COVID. Because he has better PR than other governors, but other governors did a better job than Ron DeSanctimonious. Mm-hmm. So look. Why do you use that name? Because um, I got him elected, and I thought it was very disloyal when he said, yes, I'd run. I got him past two races. I got him past the primary because he was losing by 30 points or more. So he it's was a loyalty question? Yeah, it's a loyal. I'm a big loyalist. You know, some people say, some people right here in this room have told me, sir, don't worry about loyalty. Loyalty doesn't mean anything in politics. I said, to me, it does. Um, Donald Trump, loyalty matters to Donald Trump. Well, complete loyalty to him matters. Showing loyalty to someone else, not so much. Uh, what did he call Chris Christie the other day? Slob. What did he call Bill Barr? A pig. Gutless pig, I think. 
by the way, just FYI, he says he calls him Ron DeSanctimonious because he's disloyal. Sanctimonious does not mean disloyal. Sanctimonious means like you elevate yourself above others. You believe you are morally superior to others. Sanctimonious. Donald Trump, understand the meaning of your words. Now, here is uh, an ad that Donald Trump is running against Ron DeSantis in Florida. It is not clever. It is an outright lie. Governor Ron DeSantis shut down Florida businesses during COVID, drove away tourism, and used a mandate to keep Floridians from leaving their homes. Governor Ron DeSantis issues a wide-reaching mandate. The party's over in Florida. He wants you to forget, but Floridians remember. We can't stand another three months being shut down. Please, Governor, open us up. To actually shut us down just made no sense. We did it for, for the bars and closed the bars down. Lockdown Ron. He failed Florida. Lockdown run. Is anyone so stupid they believe this other than Trump acolytes? Ron DeSantis lockdown run? Oh, wait, there's more. Here's Trump yesterday on his Twitter site, Trump War Room. The very stupid and little respected China-loving club for no growth, which has been backing Ron DeSanctimonious as his poll numbers have been absolutely crashing has just spent some of the rhino money they have accumulated on an ad campaign, hoping to counter the fact that DeSanctis, just off the worst presidential launch in history, opted three times to cut and destroy Social Security, even lifting the minimum age to 70 years old. He also voted to cut Medicare and institute a 23 percent national sales tax which will hit our country hard. Ron has always been a loser. In fact, he was going to lose the election in record numbers until I endorsed him. So it was an artificial win. In any event, club for no growth. They were with me and they won. When I cut off ties to them, they continuously lose. Let's keep it that way. Uh, Ron DeSantis, a loser. Um, does this work with anyone? Does this work with anyone? And if it does, we're doomed. We're doomed as a country. We can't have Democrats running the country. We can't have people who want to cut healthy tissue off young people, who want to let boys play girls' sports, who want to abort every baby they lay their eyes on or hands on or microscopes on. We can't win with them running the country. If your discernment is so lacking that... Donald Trump disparaging Ron DeSantis as a lockdown run. If Donald Trump petulantly inventing nonsensical nicknames for his almost non-existent competition to feed his ego resonates with you, then we're doomed. We are doomed. Truth has to matter. Not just on the other side, but on our side. It has to. Or we are doomed. 